بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful I testify that there is no true god worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger we continue the explanation of the concise admonition the concise admonition which is the work of Shaykh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah and then he said what is the thing what comprises in comprehensiveness the good character with people is that you reach the one who suffers the relation with you through salam salutation and generosity and invoking Allah for him and asking Allah's forgiveness for him and praise of him and visiting him and you give that who may have deprived you of something to give him from knowledge and from benefits and wealth وَتَعْفُوا عَمَّنْ ظَلَمَكَ فِي دَمٍ أَوْ مَالٍ أَوْ عَرْضٍ And you forgive and pardon the one who may have been unjust to you either through blood inflicting injury on you or wealth or in your character and then he said وَبَعْضُ هَذَا وَاجِبُ وَبَعْضُهُ مُسْتَحَبُ and some of this of these matters which he discussed is wajib, is obligation and some of it is mustahab meaning praiseworthy and recommended <coughs> so when he said that you reach the one who may have severed relation with you and then he mentioned all these things and in the beginning he said this is the comprehensiveness of having a good character towards people all of this that he mentioned is the interpretation of the verse in the Quran in Surah Al-A'raf chapter 7 verse 199 this ayah comprises the nobility of character show forgiveness enjoin what is good and turn away from the foolish Imam Ibn Al-Qayyim rahimahullah had mentioned the same thing he said وَقَدْ جَمَعَ اللَّهُ مَكَارِمَ الْأَخْلَاقِ فِي قَوْلِهِ تَعَالَى خُذِ الْعَفْوَ وَأْمُرْ بِالْعُرْفِ وَأَعْرِضْ عَنِ الْجَاهِلِينَ and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had mentioned the comprehensiveness that which covers the entirety of what constitutes the nobility of character is in this verse show forgiveness enjoin what is good and turn away from the foolish some of the salaf rahimahumullah said the same thing 
There isn't any verse in the Quran more comprehensive concerning the nobility of character than this ayah in Surah Al-A'raf 199. And the Prophet ﷺ told Uqba bin Amir al-Juhani, may Allah be pleased with him, Ya Uqba, O Uqba, Ala ukhbiruka bi afdali al-akhlaq, afdali akhlaq ahli dunya wal akhira, shall I tell you of the best of character for the people of this life and the hereafter, then he said, Tasilu man qata'ak. You reach those who severed the relation with you. Wata'ati man haramak and give the one who may have taken from you or deprived you. Wata'ati man wata'afu amman zalamak and you forgive the one who may have been unjust to you. This noble character, in fact, was the noble character of Sheikh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah himself Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah described this he said ma ra'aytu ahadan ajma'u lihadhihi al-khisal min Sheikh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah I haven't seen anyone holding these noble characters more than Sheikh al-Islam himself. And some of his companions, the senior companions of Sheikh al-Islam, he continued to say that some of his senior companions used to say, وَدَدْتُ أَنِّي لِأَصْحَابِي مِثْلَهُ لِأَعْدَائِهِ I wish I can be to my friends, my companions, like him to his foes. وَمَا رَأَيْتُهُ يَدْعُوا عَلَىٰ أَحَدٍ مِّنْهُمْ قَبْضٍ And I haven't heard him or seen him invoking Allah against any one of them. وَكَانَ يَدْعُوا لَهُمْ And he used to invoke Allah for them. And then he continued to say, وَجِئْتُ يَوْمًا مُبَشِّرًا لَهُ بِمَوْتِ أَكْبَرِ أَعْدَائِهِ One day I came to him giving him the news of the death of the staunch, staunch, more staunch of his enemies and the one who harmed him most so he denounced me and they said inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un we belong to Allah and to him we shall return then he stood up right away and went to the house of the of this person who died, his enemy, his foe. And then he gave them condolences and he told them, Inni lakum makanahu. I am for you like him. Consider me meaning a substitute. وَلَا يَكُونْ لَكُمْ أَمْرٌ تَحْتَاجُونَ فِيهِ إِلَى مُسَاعَدَةِ إِلَّا وَمُسَاعَدَةِ إِلَّا وَسَاعَدْتُكُمْ فِيهِ And if you need anything that you, any form of help, then I will help you there in, there in that. So they were very pleased 
and they invoked Allah for him and magnified this move of his so may Allah's mercy be upon him <coughs> and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with him he Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah said as you have heard that some of these noble characters is an obligation like reaching the kins establishing the relation with the relatives the kinship who may have disconnected it with you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in fact commanded this and praised the ones who reach and the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in the hadith reported by al-Bukhari لَيْسَ الْوَاصِلُ بِالْمُكَافِئِ وَلَكِنَّ الْوَاصِلَ الَّذِي إِذَا قَطَعَتْ رَحِمُهُ وَصَلَهَا Al-wasil meaning the one who keeps good relations with his kin is not the one who recompenses the good done to him by his relatives but the true wasil is the one who keeps good relations with those relatives who have or who had severed the bond of kinship with him. This is the true wasil, the one who approaches. Not the one who does it out of recompense. And from that is being good to the parent, even though the parent may be having a bad relation with his father, with his son, or with his daughter, treating them ill. Because Allah commanded righteousness and goodness towards the parents. In fact, Allah made their rights linked to His. As in Surah Al-Isra, in chapter 17, verse 23, قال الله عز وجل وَقَضَى رَبُّكَ أَلَّا تَعْبُدُوا إِلَّا إِيَّاهِ وَبِالْوَالِدَيْنِ إِحْسَانًا And your Lord has decreed that you worship none but Him and that you be dutiful to your parents. You see that? If one of them or both of them attain old age in your life, say not to them a word of disrespect, nor shout at them, but address them in terms of honor. Then Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah said, وَبَعْضُهُ مُسْتَحَبْ And some of these noble qualities some of these noble qualities are mustahab, are praiseworthy and recommended, meaning not obligated. Like reaching people in general and being good to people in general and to pardon and forgive people in general for their errors and their mistakes and for injustice they may have done to you and also concerning some of the injuries they may have infected upon you and the like 
and also to forgive those who may have done backbiting against you. All of this is praiseworthy and recommendable. Allah Ta'ala, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala said in Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 237, وَأَنْ تَعْفُوا أَقْرَبُ لِلتَّقْوَى وَأَنْ تَعْفُوا أَقْرَبُ لِلتَّقْوَى And to forego and give and is nearer to taqwa is nearer to taqwa and this is not only applicable to the issue of the dowry but this is also applicable in all cases as being something praiseworthy and Allah said وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ in chapter 3 verse 134 those who spend in Allah's cause in prosperity and in adversity who repress anger and who pardon men and who pardon men verily Allah loves the good doers and who pardon men and also in Surah Al-Shura 42 verse 43 and verily whosoever shows patience and forgives that would truly be from the things recommended by Allah and the Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith وَمَا زَادَ اللَّهُ عَبْدًا بِعَفْوٍ إِلَّا عِزَّا Allah will increase in honor the slave who pardons and who forgives He will increase him for his forgiveness and pardoning. He will increase him in honor. And the one who forgives and pardons will taste the sweetness of this noble character and will not abandon it for anything else and anyone who avenges only for his own self's sake except that he will be humiliated Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah had a very beautiful treatise and a comprehensive and concise one even concerning patience and perseverance and he mentioned there many things that will help the person to forgive and to pardon concerning the harm which may be inflicted upon them or upon the person and from that he said that the believer should remember always that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the creator of the deeds of the slaves then therefore he should look who is the one who allowed them to do this permitted this to occur and don't look at their deeds now to you but look who is the one who allowed this to occur to you through them 
In this way you will relieve yourself from worries. And then you try to correct and you you will be alerted that this could be an affliction. And you will be able through this to remember your sins. And that Allah may have allowed them to inflict this upon you because of your sins. And if you see the slave neglecting this aspect and just thinking of how to return the harm to them, they know that he is in real problem in a real calamity however if he seeks forgiveness and repentance and says this is because of my sins then it will be a favor upon him it will be a favor upon him second from the matters that assist is that the slave remembers the good reward from Allah for those who pardon and forgive. As Allah stated in Surah Al-Shura 42:40, وَجَزَاءُ سَيِّئَةٍ سَيِّئَةٌ مِثْلُهَا فَمَنْ عَفَا وَأَصْلَحَ فَأَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ إِنَّهُ لَا يُحِبُّ الظَّالِمِينَ <clears throat> the recompense for an evil is an evil like thereof <clears throat> but whoever forgives and makes reconciliation his reward is due from Allah so let the slave remember that his reward is due from Allah verily Allah likes not the valimeen the oppressors, the polices, the wrongdoers and people's positions towards harm are three. First, the position of transgression, injustice, taking more than what he deserves of his right. This is one category. And then... <coughs> The just position, taking only what constitutes his right. This is the second. And then the third, the one of pardoning and forgiving and relinquishing his right. All of these categories are mentioned in this verse which we just recited. Contemplate the verse again. 42-40. Let's read it again. And see these three classifications in the same verse. The recompense of an evil is an evil like thereof. So the first is for the muqtasid. The just one. And then the middle... <coughs> 
is for those who has and for good. But whoever forgives and makes reconciliation, his reward is due to is due from Allah. And the last is for the Valimin, for the transgressors. When he said Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, Innahu la yuhibbu Valimin. He likes not the Valimin, the oppressors, the polytheists and the wrongdoers. Fourthly, if the slave witnesses that if he forgives and does good, that this will nourish his heart with the attitude of having good opinion about his brothers and sisters. Relieving it from deception and plotting and seeking revenge. And the sweetness of pardoning and forgiving that he will <coughs> taste outweighs <coughs> the benefit which he may attain through revenge manifold. And he will be under <coughs> the promise of Allah. In his saying, Wallahu yuhibbul muhsineen, and Allah loves the good doers. So he will be beloved by Allah. Fifthly, that the believer should know that <coughs> whoever goes for revenge to satisfy his desire and his drive, the self drive, for his own self then he will inherit humiliation this is what the Prophet alayhi salatu wasalam said in the hadith earlier ma zadallahu abdan bi'afwin illa izza Allah will increase in honor the slave who forgives and pardons so the izz, the honor which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him because of the pardoning is much better for him than the honor which he may attain through revenge and the sixth matter and this is one of the greatest benefits is that the believer witnesses the recompense that recompense is in accordance with the kind of actions that recompense is in the accordance or is in accordance with the kind of actions and that he himself is a sinner and that if he forgives others Allah will forgive him and if he pardons others Allah will pardon him and this is one of the greatest matters which Shaykh al-Islam had mentioned from these benefits and from these means that help the person to pardon and forgive <coughs> Then he added the seventh one is that let the believer contemplate that if he busies himself with revenge and then in this case he will lose his life and his heart will disperse and will lose many many benefits. by being busy 
or bathing himself and his time with revenge. In fact, he said this could be even worse <coughs> than the hurt which, he, which may have been inflicted upon him by others. And if he forgives and pardons, then his heart and his body will have the time <coughs> to go after his benefits. <coughs> the eighth thing he said, Rahimullah, is that let the believer remember that the Messenger did not go to revenge for himself. So if this is the best of the creation and most honorable in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yet we know that he was subjected to all forms of harm. And that whoever hurts the Prophet is hurting Allah despite all of this he didn't avenge for himself but rather for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his deen the believer also witnesses that if he is patient and perseverant on the harm afflicted upon him then Allah will be with him and he will attain the love of Allah and whoever is Allah is with him then he can remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect him because this is assured the victory and the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is assured to those who are patient and perseverant as in Surah Al-Anfal 8.46 وَاصْبِرُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ مَعَ الصَّابِرِينَ And be patient. Surely Allah is with those who are الصَّابِرِينَ The patient ones. And that He loves them. As in Al-Imran in 3.146 وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الصَّابِرِينَ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الصَّابِرِينَ We take this lightly. If someone admonishes his brother or his sister, be patient. They take it really lightly. They don't contemplate the reward of this and the merits of sabr. If they go to avenge for themselves Allah will leave them for that to themselves we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us to all that which he is pleased with from the noble characters and to forgive us our sins and shortcomings and that if we have done anything wrong displeasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala towards anyone that He the Most High forgive us 
for that. And that he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, forgive those whom we have inflicted any harm against them unjustly. Inshallah ta'ala, we'll continue the points about the this matter inshallah ta'ala in the next book walhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam